Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Bellinger now with 19 home runs, drives one in the air, left center, this ball's got a chance, ball! Bellinger strikes again, this one more toward left center, but it almost looked like he was trying to hit it that way. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670, The Score. And we are happy to be joining you on this Sunday morning, and I feel like singing, although I don't want to subject you and our listening audience to that. So we will not do that. We will instead give you our breaking news, which is brought to you on 670 The Score, presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Our breaking news, as you might have guessed, involves Cody Bellinger. Belly is back to the north side of Chicago, to the Cubs. News first reported overnight by Jeff Passan. It's now all over the place. Uh, Belly, a three-year contract, $80 million is the uh, dollar amount there. Opt-outs after year one and year two. So the short-term window that the Cubs wanted, the Cubs get. And Cody Bellinger back on the north side of Chicago. We have a great show lined up here. We're going to talk to lots of uh, Cubs luminaries, and definitely we want to talk to you at 312-644-6767 via call or via text. Uh, But right now, let's head on out to our SCORE hotline, presented by Circa Sports Illinois. Uh, First up, our friend, and we're glad to talk to you under such good circumstances, Ron Coomer joins us here on the score coom good morning and uh some nice news to wake up to this morning absolutely good morning espo hopefully you're doing well it it was a good day we woke up this morning with some good news to go on the show um thanks for having me on this morning we'll be heading to our to sloan park here pretty soon to uh kind of cover all that's going to happen today and and just kind of get more detailed information about the signing of belly but um you, you, after all this time, you kind of knew it was going to be a short-term deal, and that was probably what was going to happen um, somewhere. We're all just glad here in Chicago that it ended up happening here. And, uh, you know, Belly signing for the Chicago Cubs 
really solidifies a couple things and, you know, it gives you a gold glove type center fielder, which we all know, but it also really helps out the Cubs offensively with gaps because you get two young guys trying to win a job at first base and they're both left-handed hitters. So you get a nasty lefty belly can play first at a really high level and you might be able to throw a right-handed hitting center fielder out there. So there were some big gaps that he covers quickly um, when you sign him. So a uh, great signing for the Cubs and great signing for belly. You know, he gets what he wants. Um, he's going to make some good money this year, um, which he deserved. And uh, the Cubs get a deal where, you know, could be a one-year deal, could be two. Um, I would highly doubt that the deal would go three. The only way this deal goes three to me is if he doesn't play real well. And we definitely right. didn't see that last year. No, as I'm thinking about this, Coom, and uh, your logic is spot on, right? If this goes well for everyone, Belly will be a free agent again next year, and the Cubs would be happy to have that because that means he's had a great year in 2024. That's a win for everybody. Yeah, you just don't know what will happen at the end of this year coming up. You know, with him, it, let's just say he, he produces exactly the same thing he did this year. You know, so we'll, we'll just have to see. I, I think in the short term, though, for the Chicago Cubs, this was a must make a deal, um, whether it be Bellinger or someone else, you really needed to solidify those two spots um, with somebody that's going to add some veteran presence and, and give you some punch in the middle of your lineup. I, I really felt that way. Um, we all knew, you know, we were all hoping that it would be, would be belly, but um, it, it turned out to be that way. So it's, it's very good for the Cubs um, in that regard. And, you know, the, the hit that they take, you know, in the salary, I call it salary cap. We don't really have a salary cap. It's tax. You know, it's twenty-seven <laughs> yep. because you, 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 you add the three years together. So he's going to get thirty this year. But as a good friend of mine just, you know, we were talking about it here this morning before we went on. You know, the the hit on the on the on luxury tax is twenty-seven. So that's a positive too for the Cubs. Absolutely. So Cody Bellinger, if you're just joining us. Three years, $80 million, re-signs with the Cubs, opt-outs after years one and two. And we're talking to our friend Ron Coomer here on The Score about the uh, signing by the Cubs. And you mentioned it. Let's start defensively, Coom, because we saw firsthand what he did, uh, forgetting about his bat for a second, which was fantastic, but we saw firsthand what he did uh, at two positions last year. And you talk about Center field first. This is a gold glove center fielder, a guy who uh, wins games with his glove as well as his bat, uh, but certainly having that flexibility is is a key thing for Cody. I knew he was a good defender, but until you see a guy on a daily basis, especially an outfielder, you know, where they play the Dodgers a few years ago and he might get one ball or two balls all series. You know, you just don't. And they could be routine plays. So, you just don't know until you see a guy day in and day out. And watching him last year, day in and day out, he's incredible. And in Wrigley Field where the wind blows and, and you know, you got a lot of issues playing the outfield in Wrigley um, with the weather and all of that, it, he did a phenomenal job. Um, not an easy place to play, and, and he did a very nice job playing in center field. I'm, um, that, was, that was a big surprise to me that anybody – could go out there in his first year and play as well as he did in center field. And, you know, the, the league re- rewarded him with a gold glove and rightfully so. Right. And then because of need, really, the Cubs had a, had a hole at first base and they had 
Talkman playing well out in the outfield, and then they they called PCA up. But you know when they needed somebody at first, I mean, and this is to my uh, untrained eyes here, Coom. But you tell me if I'm wrong. It sure seemed like he played a nice first base as well uh, over there when he was moved there to play first toward the end of the season. I I was incredibly surprised at how good his hands are. I, I'll be honest with you that that to me, when you're an outfielder by trade and you move to the infield, usually that's not an easy transition. And he plays first base like he's been there every day for most of his life. He really does. Um, there's a there's a smoothness and a, a relaxed look to certain infielders when they play the infield. I would say uh, Dansby has that at shortstop. Swanson, it looks very yeah. relaxed playing shortstop. I was amazed at how well Belly looks, even – excuse me, in his daily work, right? And the ground balls he's taken and live off the bat. And he's just very relaxed at first base and does an exceptional job with his hands. So um, he really does. You don't lose anything. When he goes to first base, you might even be better defensively in the infield than what you might have had. He's, he's an exceptional first baseman. Talking to Ron Coomer from Cubs Radio here on The Score. Mike Esposito with you and Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs. That is our breaking news of the morning on a three-year, $80 million deal. Uh, so good news for Cubs fans and certainly for new skipper Craig Council, who, you know, Coom, we heard him uh, being, you know, giving the the uh, politically correct answers about the team and the <laughs> roster and belly throughout the week. And, I mean, everyone knows, I think it was Nico who actually said, you know, you could say his name. It's okay. It's just a guy. We know what's going on. But, you know, Council now has, I mean, what a huge piece for him. He's got to be thrilled. Well, I would say Council's probably doing the happy dance right now in his office <laughs> when he closes the doors. That would be my thought. I, I yep. You know, here's a guy that, you know, and I've known Council a very long time. Um, and he talks about run prevention. And we were, him and I were talking about it the other day. Uh, before the game started for this weekend. And he said, the great thing about run prevention is all the coaches in the clubhouse are involved in run prevention, except for the couple that are the hitting coaches, right? So you got a couple of those guys and then the rest of the staff is all on run prevention, which I thought was a interesting way to to look at it. And I liked it. But when you start talking about run prevention and you had a, a gold glove center fielder to your, to your group, that's a veteran player. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to be doing a happy dance. And I think Coxie uh, will be doing a happy dance today. It's He's added a, a really good defender in the middle of the diamond. And, you know, that was the strength of the Cubs last year as a defense up the middle. Absolutely. And, you know, we talked about it on the broadcast throughout the year last year. And certainly at the beginning of the season, it was it was evident, right, with Nico and Dansby and then with Jan Gomes behind the plate and then Belly in center. That was it was a target of Jed and company uh, before last season, and it certainly played out that way. Where the Cubs defensively up the middle, I mean, that was I don't know if it was the strongest up the middle defense in baseball, but it certainly was close. If it wasn't at the top, yeah, you know, I don't know the numbers and, and what you know some of the, the the math you know guys do. I, I don't always to me that doesn't always equate to to how good they really are or not on defense. To me, I've seen some of that that didn't look right to me. But with that being said, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find any defense from any trained eye um, looking up the middle with the Cubs and say that's not as good as anybody has in the league up the middle defensively. You know, from as you said, from 
for Gomes behind the plate and understanding our game, you know, especially the two middle guys, you know, Nico and Dansby were just phenomenal last year and the league rewarded them. And then, you know, belly and center. Yeah. Kuman, as we uh, talk about the Bellinger signing, the nice thing too, and you have a lot of guys kind of right in the, the heart of their, their prime, the heart of their contract prime too, with the Cubs in terms of where they are on the roster Say us, I'm gonna just gonna you know go right through the lineup. Happen Suzuki yep. along with Belly now on the outfielder. Dansby, you just signed to that deal last year. Uh, Nico too. I mean, there's a lot. There's a huge group of guys that are kind of right there in that you know mid to late 20s sweet spot prime of their careers, and that's what you're expecting them to to be at their the top of their game here. Couldn't agree more. And last year when you went into the season, I think you thought the Cubs were a little. Um, Still rebuilding, right? You were you were looking at their ball club and going, okay, it's a good ball club. You signed Dansby, you, you know, and you had Say in his second year, um, and you're looking at, okay, how is this going to play out? And um, you know, the Tyone and, and and some of the signings, but you know, it didn't. You still weren't when you on paper, you didn't stack up against some of the teams, some of the elite teams in the league yet. You know, and now you're looking at a guy like Nico who's taking a big step forward, and he is, you know, looking like a rising star in our league um, now. Dansby's a star in the league. Belly can be a, he's a star in the league. If you get Saya to do his job and what he's capable of doing, which, you know, you hope that's the case. And, and Ian's a two-time gold glove winner now in left field, and, you know, and he's, he's taken off. Now you're looking at this club and going, all right, now you're now you're looking at a club all season that the, the expectations are high, not yeah. you know hoping that they're gonna you know finish 500 or a little above 500. Now the expectation is we should win the the National League Central, and we you know will be looking come trade deadline what do we need to add, and how are we gonna compete come October? And I think that's what all the fans are hoping would happen for the Cubs and all of us are, and I think Cubs are too and. That's what you're looking at now. Yeah, this is at this point, and you just said it, right? It's central division title or bust and playoffs are bust. And they have the, and not that I'm advocating the Cubs go out and trade all their top prospects. So let's not say that, but they obviously right. have the farm system depth, Coombe, to make uh, that midseason push as needed, uh, depending on where the area of need might be, whether it's pitching or, or elsewhere. But uh, the Cubs have the farm system uh, should they need to reach into there for some trades midseason. Yeah, you would, you'd think so. You've heard, you heard a lot about some, some young guys, you know, throwing the baseball and big arms and things like that. So, you know, it's still to be determined how they will do in the big leagues. But you, you hear a lot about that in, in that, you know, in Amherst, other ball clubs, that's for sure. Come the deadline, that's what everybody is looking for who are sellers. So, um, the Cubs are in pretty good position in regards to that. If the young guys can stay healthy and perform, um, there's no doubt. And I like the guys that have broke into the league last year that kind of, I don't want to say established themselves as big leaguers, but, you know, pretty good. Uh, Assad's going to start today for the Cubs. I was a big fan of Assad. I thought he did very well. Um, yep. Same thing uh, with Wicks. I thought he – he threw the opener down here on, on Friday that we did the game. And he's just one of those guys that, you know, he looks like a big league starting pitcher. He just does. He, he's, he's got all that it takes to be a very successful starting pitcher. And uh, Wisniewski is another one that to me looks like 
whether he ends up in the rotation or not, you know, his, his abilities as a pitcher, you know, his fastball ticked way up when he went to the bullpen to 97, 98 miles an hour. Well, what yep. are you looking for late in the game, you know, for maybe your setup guy to be a big arm and come in and slam the door with that sweeping breaking ball. So um, the Cubs are looking, you know, like some young guys, you know, when you don't have the names of bullpen guys that some other teams do that have had success, you do have some arms that could fit that role if they don't become the fifth starter. Last thing for you, Kuman. we appreciate you jumping on. Uh, we'll let you get uh, headed to Sloan Park there, but we had Pete Crow Armstrong and inside the clubhouse yesterday, Bruce and David did, and uh, he was talking about Bell. He said, hey, you know what? If he's back, he makes us a stronger team. Now, obviously, this directly affects PCA's playing time in center field, but you know, does this mean minor leagues for him? Does this mean fourth outfielder for him? What, what in your mind, does this mean for Pete Crow Armstrong? I, I think that's still to be determined. You, you have to look at what's going to happen um, with him this spring training. I, I would guess, if you were to make me guess right now, I would say it's probably going to mean he's going to go to AAA and play. Uh, but the Cubs still have, they're still going to have some need for a center fielder. The one issue they have is everybody the first base situation right now is left-handed and the center field situation right now is all left-handed so belly's gonna play right no matter who's pitching but all the the three young guys the two first basemen and then uh you know mervis uh bush and then pca they're they're all left-handed so that doesn't necessarily help the cubs in that platoon situation so uh i would guess he'd go to triple a but you know Hey, if, if, he's a great outfielder. We know he can go get the ball. He really struggled yep. with the bat in his hand. They've made some adjustments to him uh, in his setup. Got his hands up so he can cover the pitch up in the zone. You know, I, I just, you know, you hope that in spring training he can learn to stay above the baseball a little more and hit the ball more on a line instead of, you know, and keep the ball out of the air so much um, and use his speed. If he can do that, then he becomes a big league hitter. Until he does that, he's going to have his struggles uh, hitting in the big leagues. But, you know, he's, he's such a young kid. Everybody, and I mean everybody, when you're breaking in as a, as a kid in your early 20s into professional baseball, has these same struggles, you know. So you, you're asking to break down something of a guy that's, you know, in, fresh out of high school a couple of years ago and asked to compete at the big league level is, is not an easy thing. No, definitely not. He's still only 21 years old and uh, we'll sure have lots of PCA talk uh, as we go along here, Coom. But, hey, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, enjoy the ballpark today, and I'm sure you'll find uh, some Cubs with an extra spring in their steps after uh, today's news. Absolutely, Espo. Great to be on with you, and I, I'm sure we'll see you at Wrigley Field working um, in the booth here coming up pretty soon. Great to talk to I you, hope- Mikey. Great to talk to you, too, Coomer. Appreciate that and definitely look forward to that. Ron Coomer, our guest here on The Score, the big news of the morning. If you're just joining us, welcome in, and Cubs fans will be extra happy about this. Cody Bellinger, three years, $80 million. He returns to the Cubs, opt-outs after the first and second year. So that short-term window that the the uh, Cubs are looking for was what he signed for three years. And, and listen, he could have a great year this year and be a free agent again after the season, but he'll get $30 million in 24, 30 million in 25 and 20 million in 26. If he makes it 
all three years with this contract. Uh, breaking news on 670 The Score, presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. We want to talk to you. This is uh, where Chicago sports fans go to talk about their teams and about uh, the news of the day. And the news of the day is the Cody Bellinger signing 312-644-6767. When we return, your phone calls as well as plenty of texts that have been rolling in. We have a great show for you, 9 to noon. We just talked to Coombe. Bruce Levine will join us at 940. The Hall of Famer, Pat Hughes, joins us at 10. And Zach Zaidman will join us at 11. Big Cubs news, Big Cubs day right here. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here on your home for the Cubs, Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Yeah, I would love to play with Belly more. <laughs> he's, he's awesome. I think, you know, I'm... I'm just I'm super proud of him last year was was incredible to watch firsthand from the work he was putting in in January in Arizona and is through the entire year and it's pretty much everything you could ask for from from a teammate from his versatility to different ways he impacts the game on both sides of the ball and um, just the person he is so yeah wishing him the best and I obviously hope he's with us Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670 the score and that was Nico Horner on Inside the Clubhouse just recently. And Nico got his wish granted as the news breaks this morning. Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs on a three-year, $80 million contract. $30 million in year one, $30 in year two, $20 in year three. Opt-outs after each of the first two seasons. So Cody can be with the Cubs uh, up to those three years for the 80 mil, or he can opt out after year one or year two. This definitely a win for Jed Hoyer, a win for the Chicago Cubs, and we're talking to you about it at 312-644-6767. We just talked to Ron Coomer. We will talk to Pat Hughes. We'll talk to Zach Zaidman. Bruce Levine will join us in a little bit as well to break down the deal. But right now, we want to talk to you, 312-644-6767. We get your text at that number, 
and we get your calls at that number. So please give us a ring. We want Cubs fans' reactions as we broadcast live from the Hyundai Score Studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers. And we also want to remind you, a huge day here on The Score with the Bellinger News, but we also have, coming up at noon, BetMGM and 670 The Score, honoring Hall of Famer Chris Chelios' career and the retirement of his number 7 jersey. That's happening today, of course. David Haw and Mark Grody will be broadcasting live at Kaiser Tiger from noon to 3, including a visit from the man of the hour, Chris Chelios, who will join the guys right at noon. Come by, say hello before going to the game. Noon to 3 at Kaiser Tiger, 1415 West Randolph near the United Center. Bet MGM also celebrating by offering a $7 bonus bet to all customers in Illinois. In Illinois. Bet MGM, the king of sports books. Chelly joins the guys right at noon, as I said. Doug Wilson at 12.30. Steve Larmer at 1. Steve Rosenblum at 1.30. And Dale Talon, the former GM, joins at 2. Lots of great guests for uh, Chelly and a great honor. So go join the guys. Kaiser Tiger on Randolph near the United Center. And uh, Grody and uh, David will have uh, a great show for you leading into Chelly's retirement uh, ceremony. So that will be uh, fun stuff this afternoon out there near the United Center. 312-644-6767. As we react to the Cody Bellinger news, my favorite thing from Twitter this morning, uh, which I did retweet uh, from Justin Steele uh, a few hours ago, just woke up. Did I miss something? Question mark. Very funny and uh, a nice uh, way to start your day. I think most of us woke up to the uh, the news uh, just as uh, Justin Steele did uh, on our phones, rolling out of bed. And there he is, Cody Bellinger, back with the Cubs and really a, a huge uh, win for Jed Hoyer and the Cubs. 312-644-6767, our first caller of the show in Deerfield. We join Pete now. Pete's up first on the score. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Uh, real quick sideline. Yeah. Was there a Doug Wilson one last shift, and then I'll get to my Bellinger happiness? Uh, I do not believe so. Okay, but we got to get that official. on the book. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't believe so. All right. Okay. Now to Bellinger. I am so relieved that they the Cubs – it doesn't even matter if he plays more than one year – it's important that we get him this season. Uh, I, I can't stress it enough. I'll hang up. Yeah, uh, Pete, appreciate that. And uh, I I agree the shorter term, the better. And that is what happened. I think it's pretty apparent now after the, the deal is done, right, that Bellinger was only going to be back on a short-term deal, right? The market was not there for the longer-term deal, certainly, or Scott Boris would have taken it. I'm going to uh, pick Bruce Levine's brain later this hour about the Scott Boris uh, connection and the deal, the market that was or wasn't for Cody Bellinger. Uh, but there's still uh, – Boris still has three big clients out there. Belly, though, was the fourth, and he is now back with the Cubs. But Jed Hoyer played this one right, and the Cubs did too, right? He was not going to be back on a long-term deal. And it looks like no one out there was offering Belly a long-term deal, but for three years and 80, the Cubs are thrilled to welcome him back. As Coomer just said, he, he answers your questions at several positions, and he gives you that power bat and that clubhouse presence, um, and the Cubs avoid the long-term dollar commitment. The other thing that I was reading uh, about the contract this morning 
which I totally agree with. The, the contract window that you have here for Belly, this is would be his years 28, 29, and 30 seasons. It aligns very nicely with the other key players on the Cubs. They're all here. This group, they're all similarly aged, uh, mid to upper 20s. Suzuki, Hap, Dansby, Cody now. They have a nice core, and I haven't even gotten to the pitching staff. Steele, Tyone's a little bit older, but still. But the, the window is there, and the Cubs have uh, the horses. They do. They, they have to be at this point. I have not gotten any projections yet when you add Bellinger to this roster in terms of wins, but I got to imagine that 81-win projection is going to climb to about 86 or 87 after this, but there's no doubt the Cubs now will be the favorites in the National League Central, as they should. Back to the phones we go, 312-644-6767. James from Mercine is up next talking about Cody Bellinger. Hey, James. Hi. Well, listen, I just want to tell you that uh, I really don't think that Jed Hoyer gets enough credit. He gets a lot. He's getting a lot today. But he has done a great job for this team. We have a great farm system for a change. And most of all, we avoided a Jason Hayward contract, that six-year thing, which Bellinger and Boris clearly wanted. Uh, I think, um, you know, by the time in three years, Crow Armstrong and a lot of our rookies ought to be, you know, ready to start. Um, but also the way he played, you know, bringing in Peralta, all those moves put pressure on Boris to crack here. And um, uh, really, really just a wonderful performance by our GM. I mean, that kid, that, that's got to be emphasized here. Really. Yeah, no, J- we're, lucky I, to ha- J- we're lucky to have this guy. We really are. James, I agree with you and appreciate you checking in. Uh, I believe that the reason, and we talked about this on the score throughout the last four months, really since the end of the World Series, you had ever you had mutual interest, right? Jed said nothing but good things about Belly. Uh, we had Scott Boris, Bruce, and I did on Inside the Clubhouse a few months ago. Um, you know, and he's out there. Of course, he is. He's trying to earn maximum dollars for his clients. That's what he's been great at throughout his career. That's what he gets paid the big bucks to do. And so, of course, I'm sure he was asking for seven years, eight years, whatever it, whatever it was, uh, to try to maximize Belly's earning potential. What I also think we learned from this, as to James's point, is that Hoyer and the Cubs, really, they determined where they were comfortable going where they thought uh, year-wise they wanted to stick to, and they stuck to that. Now, it happened to materialize that nobody else uh, dove in off the deep end, so to speak, with a big contract, but the Cubs got their man. It's a win for everybody, including Bellinger, by the way, who, you think about it, coming into a make-or-break year last year, signed a one-year prove-it deal with the Cubs. I think he made $18 million last year, uh, so a nice payday but a chance to get back out in the free agent market after a great season, which was a win for him and a win for the Cubs. Bellinger gets the three-year $80 million deal. I'm sure he would have wanted more guaranteed, but still a win. I think uh, $80 million is nothing to sneeze at, even in baseball terms, and I'm sure uh, Belly is happy to be back with the Cubs where he had a great experience by all accounts, by his accounts, from everything the team has said, from everything people in the clubhouse have said. It was a great fit. And it continues to be, and it should continue to be, a great fit for the Cubs and for Cody Bellinger. 312-644-6767. Out to the phones we go again. And Ray is in Naperville. He's up next as we talk. Cody Bellinger, back to the Cubs on the score. Ray, are you there? Down here. 
Hey, Ray. How are you? Good, good. Am I on? You're on. What What's you got I'm for sorry. us, buddy? No, you're good. I thought it was great, great news. Great news that they, they were able to get this contract signed. I thought at the end of the year last year, Bellinger was indicating he was saying goodbye to the team. So I, I, I didn't think this was actually going to happen. So elated that they've been able to cut this deal, and now I'm counting the, the time that we can get rid of Pete Crow Armstrong. Uh, I don't think that guy fits. I think uh, he's got a lot of talent. There's probably a trade out there for him. Uh, that's the next thing I'm hoping for. All right, Ray. Well, I, I appreciate the call and the thoughts on Cody. I am not sure. I mean, PCA, by all accounts, and Coom and I were talking about this. He's only 21 years old. So this is a kid. I mean, he, he, he came to minor league baseball right out of high school, 21 years old. He was the Mets. Uh, top prospect. The, the Cubs got him from the Baez trade. Uh, he is still the Cubs' top prospect. Coom just told us uh, when we talked to him last segment that he thinks, uh, based on and nothing, just this is Coom's uh, thoughts, his speculation, that PCA then starts in AAA where he can play because you have Mike Talkman still on this roster, who is a uh, center fielder as well, and PCA at this age needs to play. So now I, I, I do not advocate trading him. I, I don't think the Cubs would uh, in, entertain that unless they were blown away by some offer at midseason. But PCA still their top prospect. The Bellinger contract, a short-term one. We've seen how crazy things get here uh, in the major leagues with injuries and everything else. So I, I would expect PCA to be with the Cubs uh, certainly uh, through this year, and we'll see how things go with him. But Another aspect of this, and we need to take a quick time out before we get to Bruce Levine, is the Cubs have a lot of good young outfield prospects. We'll get to that in a moment. But when we return here on The Score, Bruce Levine will join us, our baseball insider, and we'll talk about the new Cody Bellinger contract. Yes, if you're just joining us, you heard me right. Cody Bellinger, back to the Cubs. Three years, $80 million. We're talking about it. It's Mike Esposito till noon here on 670 The Score. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. And now the 1-1 pitch on the way. Fly ball, deep right center field. Going back, 
Bellinger and Tuckman. Bellinger makes the catch on the warning track. Out number one. Mike Esposito on Sports Radio 670, the score. And we are here. It's Sunday morning, live and local on the score. Mike Esposito with you, and we are here. We're all here to celebrate the breaking news that I'm about to give you if you're just joining us. Breaking news on 670, the score, presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Cody Bellinger. Back with the Chicago Cubs, agreeing to a three-year, $80 million contract, opt-outs after years one and two. And to talk more about this, let's head on out to the SCORE hotline presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Our friend Bruce Levine joins us now. Bruce, good morning and uh, uh, quite the bit of news to wake up to today. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty predictable for me uh, as this thing dragged on into the third, fourth month at uh he was going to get a uh, shorter-term deal, and that the uh, the marketplace was just not uh, that vibrant for Cody Bellinger or any of the free agents this year. There's a there's a lot of good reasons for it, and uh, it starts with uh, television money out there with uh, the uh, uh, RSNs all over Major League Baseball crashing and burning and uh, not having that revenue coming in. It's a very excellent reason why there weren't more offers and longer offers for Cody Bellinger. This this was not a particularly strong free agent market. Uh, Scott Boris still has four players out there that he'll probably land shorter term jobs for here over the next uh, two or three weeks. They'll be in camp probably before the uh, season starts. But again, it's the ever changing world of uh, media rights and uh, and advertising out there and. And that's one of the reasons why they got Bellinger uh, for this short-term deal. Bruce, uh, we'll talk about the on-the-field stuff for Belly, but I wanted to start on the off-the-field stuff. And you talked about uh, the, you know, the market and what was there. I wanted to ask you about Jed Hoyer. He's a guy that you, you know you've known since he's been here a number of years now. I mean, it, the years go by quick, but Jed's been uh, a key part of the organization now, president of baseball operations. But he seemed to play this one perfectly in terms of well, negotiating with Scott Boris? Well, so so being a good businessman and a baseball man uh, takes patience and it takes knowledge, okay? Knowledge of what the marketplace is, knowledge of what you need for your team, knowledge of your own system, uh, the way that um, that Hoyer and, um, and Carter Hawkins do uh, running the Chicago Cubs. So it was a, a game of chicken as to whether or not they were going to get Bellinger or not. But, you know, as I reported, you know, a couple of weeks ago and, uh, you know, continued to say all along is both sides needed each other, okay? This wasn't mm-hmm. the, you know, the Cubs needed Bellinger for depth and for protection just as much as he needed them uh, for this contract and to make $30 million for the next two years and $20 million in the third year if he's still around. And, and the idea of all of it uh, was is that uh, he had a tremendous experience here. They were third in the National League in run scored primarily because of uh, Bellinger being in the middle of that lineup and, uh, and supplying uh, more RBIs than anybody in baseball from July on last year. Mikey had 75 RBIs from July 1st till the end of the year, the most in baseball. So 
He was an impactful player on defense, on the bases, in the clubhouse. He was a terrific player, but every year is different. And uh, even though Scott Boris started the conversation saying he wants two, wanted $200 million on a uh, seven- or eight-year deal for Bellinger, it just wasn't out there. Bruce, uh, I wanted to ask you about Boris because you and I talked to him on Inside the Clubhouse a few months ago. And, you know, of course, he's not going to be very specific, but, you know, he's doing his job and, you know, following his game plan in terms of trying to maximize what he gets for his clients. So he's certainly out there asking for, you know, the the moon and the stars above. But in the end, without the market there, you know, the Cubs uh, and Jed Hoyer win this one. But, you know, Boris is only doing what he's done and he's done very successfully over how many decades now? Well, I mean, he... Boris didn't lose. What what he did was he had to adjust to the marketplace like any good representative agent or lawyer does. So in, in this case, he got $30 million. Look, Bellinger made $17.5 million last year. He's going to make $30 million this year. That's not losing, okay? Right, and at age right. 29, next year, at age 29, he you know, if he if he duplicates what he did did this year, this prior year, uh, he can step away from this contract and go out and get himself a six or seven year deal for 30 million plus. But, you know, the, there was doubt out there because, uh, Mike, you know, the two previous years before he was non tendered by the Dodgers, uh, he was an under 100 OPS uh, plus guy. And that means that, you know, 100 is an average for player mm-hmm. in OPS plus. And, and he was at 66 for those two years. Uh, he needed to prove to a lot of teams that he could do this again two years in a row and be back to the player he was when he was the Rookie of the Year and MVP of the National League. Uh, you know, again, um, prove it one more time. If you if you want to, you can walk. Otherwise, you have 30 more million next year and 20 million after that. I I doubt that it gets to uh, the third year on this, Mike. How I look at it is this. If he has a really good year next year, okay, he's either going to walk or he's going to uh, get an extension with the Chicago Cubs for a longer amount of uh, years and and probably a similar amount of money. So that is all on the table, and it's all, you know, able to be done by the Cubs and Bellinger. I I don't see that Bellinger loses at all here. He's still a really young guy with, with his prime years right ahead of him. So... Uh, win, or, win or lose, I think everybody wins on this one. I tend to agree with you, Bruce. I've seen people already, uh, you know, worried is probably not the right word, but people worried, well, if Bellinger has a great year, he's going to leave after this year. And then, you know, they're yeah. already worrying. But post-24, we haven't the, even started yet. <laughs> here, here's the beauty of this, okay? It allows Michael Bush, the left-handed power-hitting first baseman that was acquired from the Dodgers, to develop. It allows Pete Crow Armstrong another year to develop, either at the major league level or AAA or both. Okay, they have the Cubs have a lot of outfield depth coming. Alexander Canario, a power hitting right-hander, who was up last year for a cup of coffee at the end of the year, is likely going to make this team as well. They have a lot of depth and outfield uh, coming. So. This buys an important year for the Cubs that they can compete with a quality player like Bellinger and then have more growth in their system with their minor leaguers who are looked at 
as some of the better young players in baseball coming along. So it's a huge win for the Cubs, I believe. And again, they don't they don't tie themselves up with a player for seven or eight years. They allow their system to continue to grow. And uh, you know, again, uh, it, you give Hoyer and Hawkins credit because they're the ones that have uh, built this system up since uh, starting those trades back in 21 when they had to trade the uh, World Series team away. Absolutely. Talking to Bruce Levine here on The Score. Mike Esposito with you till noon. Talking about the huge news of the day, Cody Bellinger back to the Cubs. The Hall of Famer Pat Hughes will join us at 10. But, Bruce, I wanted to ask you, too, because the first thing I did as I'm as I'm looking at this, I'm looking at Cubs outfield prospects, and they have a lot of them. And you guys did a great interview with Pete Crow Armstrong and inside the clubhouse yesterday. And this means more development time for him. And, you know, Coom uh, said that uh, he thinks that this means AAA probably for PCA so he can play every day. What's your take on Armstrong? And I know it's early, but what have you seen uh, down in Arizona thus far? Well, I, I think, you know, there's a there's a quiet confidence about Armstrong that you love. And uh, there's no reason not to. After only 14, going 0-14 last year, there was tremendous doubt about him hitting the fastball at the major league level. And there'll, there'll still be doubt. But I, I don't necessarily see him at AAA playing every day. Uh, I, I think that... You know, Bellinger can only play one position at a time, right? So he's either going to play first base or center field on a daily basis. He's an all-star defender at both. But the reality is is that there's a position everybody's forgetting about, and it's called DH, okay? Mm -hmm. Against right-handed hitting, you know, they will have the luxury of of either having uh, Bellinger at first, uh, Armstrong in center, and Bush as the DH, okay? Those are, you know, that that is a step up for them, and that is a, a way to have player development at the major league level rather than uh, Armstrong playing every day at AAA, uh, not knowing, again, when he's ready and how he's ready for major league pitching. So I, I still think there's a, there's a real good chance that Armstrong is your starting center fielder on opening day. And even though Suzuki and... Uh, Hap are really good outfielders, and, and Hap was a, a, a Gold Glove Award winner. It doesn't preclude um, the new manager, Craig Council, from using those guys as DH as well, okay? Meaning, meaning that Armstrong, who's one of the best defenders in baseball, is out there on a regular basis in the late innings to help win baseball games for this uh, very good defensive Chicago Cubs team. Uh, remember, Craig Council is the manager now. He's going to have different ideas than David Ross had, and a lot of them will be about putting people in a position to win, not uh, offending somebody if they take them out of their normal position and put them somewhere else where he feels they're going to be a better team. A few more minutes with Bruce here on The Score. And, Bruce, one of the uh... – things that we've heard and you know you're in position to know this better than just about anyone we've heard what a great guy Cody Bellinger is in terms of a clubhouse presence there for his teammates gets along with everybody provides leadership what do you see what did you see last year in that clubhouse firsthand from Cody Bellinger and hear from his teammates about what he brings in that capacity well I mean he he had a really good year uh, on the field but but off the field uh, he was gracious you know we heard Pete Crow Armstrong numerous times talk about how he took him under his wing and 
helped him, uh, be, you know, when he came to the major league level, helped him when they were at spring training. Uh, you know, he, he was, you know, a terrific pro, and, and, and he did provide leadership. But, you know, the one thing that you have to understand about leadership is uh, if you're not getting the job done on the field, uh, nobody wants to hear your voice, and most major league players don't want to be any type of voice in the clubhouse when they're not getting it done. So the, first and foremost, you have to be able to be productive on the field. Uh, leadership for some players, like the David Rosses of the world and the Craig Councils, they could be part-time players and could be leaders because they were winners and proven winners uh, multiple times on, on different teams. That takes a long time to do. Uh, in the case of Bellinger, he came and he provided uh, great offense, great defense, and, and, and base running. He was ready to show again that he was one of the top players in baseball, and he was, without question. Uh, that's why he's back. But uh, again, I, I just think that for the Chicago Cubs' future, this is a terrific deal because it allows growth for the minor league system. It allows proof that uh, those players can play at the major league level. And, and I think Armstrong really needs to play a lot at uh, Clark and Addison this year so that you're not in the same position next year if Bellinger decides to walk. Last thing for you, Bruce, and again, we really appreciate you jumping on. With Bellinger's resurgence last year, you mentioned he had come off being non-tendered by the Dodgers. He had a few rough years. We know there was an injury in there, but prior to that, you know, he was the MVP of the league. So do you think the Cody Bellinger that we saw last year is the, quote, real Cody Bellinger that we're going to see going forward? Yeah, I, I think he's a real good player. And, and again, uh, you know, some of the metrics people uh, out there didn't like Bellinger because uh, there was more soft contact, quote-unquote soft contact. You know, they look for hard contact, even in outs. That's what metrics people do. Understood. But the difference in Bellinger was he took that soft contact was a part of him adjusting to being a better player. A two-strike approach, choking up on the bat, hitting the ball the opposite way. Soft contact means getting on base, stealing a base, scoring a run on a base hit. Uh, that's where metrics doesn't take it into consideration, okay? He was a complete ball player last year, and that is what the Cubs are getting back. And, and I just think that um, he will continue to – if he continues to not worry about – hitting 40 home runs and hitting 250 rather than 300, which is what he hit last year, I think he's going to be one of the top players in the game again. Uh, there's no reason to think not. And on top of that, I think the lineup around him is going to be better uh, with uh, younger guys coming along and guys like Morrell and hopefully Armstrong and Bush uh, and Amaya uh, uh, growing in their positions and growing as major leaguers. I think the Cubs are in really good position. Yeah, and not only that, Bruce, uh, with the the personal stuff for Belly, but you just mentioned it. This this propels the Cubs in my mind, and I'm sure in Vegas's mind, to favorites in their division, and you know playoff, uh, you know the playoff likelihood, I'm sure goes uh, goes up a few notches with Belly resigning. So this kind of puts the target on the Cubs back as well. Well, you know, again, you're only going to be as good as your pitching, Mike. Uh, the starting pitchers have to live up to what they're expected of them. The young guys. Uh, like Wicks uh, and Assad, or they're going to have to keep coming along and proving themselves at the back at the back end. Uh, Alzale is going to have to be strong. Nurse at age 36, 
is going to have to continue to throw 60 to 70 uh, uh, innings or be out there for 60 or 70 appearances. So a lot of things are going to have to go right. But I, I think the Cubs are in, in, a, in a really good, good position to do that. Are they the, the best team in the National League? I, I think the Brewers are, are still going to be a decent team. I think the Cardinals are going to be better than 69 wins. You know, all things go right for the Cubs. They're, they're probably in an 87 and 90 win team. But, you know, uh, if you would tell me that 87 wins is going to take the division, I wouldn't be shocked by that. Yep, I, I agree with you, Bruce, and we appreciate your time and uh, look forward to talking to you, uh, talking Cubs and talking baseball with you again soon. All right, Mike. Thank you. Thanks to Bruce Levine, uh, our friend and uh, baseball insider, joining us here on The Score. Reacting to the Cody Bellinger news, the news of the day, the news of the year as far as Cubs fans are concerned. Bellinger re-signing with the Cubs, three years, $80 million. We are talking about it, and we will continue to talk about it with you. And coming up next, a real treat for us and hopefully for you, the Hall of Famer, Pat Hughes, will join us after the break. Pat Hughes jumping on to talk about Cody Bellinger re-signing with the Chicago Cubs. That's next. It's Mike Esposito till noon here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 